Hi Nupur, welcome to Business Line podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. Hi Chitra, thank you so much for having me here. So this is the Diabetes Awareness Month and uh, there's been a lot of talk around it and we thought uh, being a business paper and also that most of us spend a lot of our times at the workplace we thought we would uh, talk about how to manage diabetes at work right i mean we spend at least 8 to 9 hours at work and uh, although it's easy it's an easy condition to manage it also has its challenges uh, nupur actually first i would like you to tell us about your organization uh, you have a non-profit called blue circle right tell us a bit about why you set it up and what it does thank you chitra i just at the outset i want to say thank you for you know touching upon this topic uh, and and sort of uh, so beautifully uh, you know talking about um, work and diabetes which is i think something that gets uh, ignored in the whole uh, noise uh, with regards to diabetes in uh, in the month of november which is diabetes awareness month so um, i'm nupur i uh, live with type 1 diabetes myself since the past 27 years um and that's part of the reason why um i founded the blue circle diabetes foundation uh, we are a non-profit uh, organization we are a registered ngo in india and um, since the past uh, a little over 3 years we've been formally registered and um, you know conducting a lot of activities uh, blue circle is a result of my own personal experiences as well as the experiences of friends and peers across the country um and and a mixture of everyone's experiences and uh, you know the incidents that have happened so so it's a it's a support group as i understand yes. right i mean uh, yeah and we do seem to require a lot of support because our numbers are growing i think 77 million at uh, the last count in india is that right yes that's absolutely right and and you know chitra how these official figures uh, well while they are on paper it it might be 77 million uh, you know uh, from a couple of years ago but uh, we do know the reality on the ground is so different and you know every second person uh, that we come across either is pre diabetic or has some form of diabetes so it's really rampant uh, in our country and there's an urgent requirement to kind of you know um, be able to manage the condition well if you could uh, tell me about the types of uh, diabetes uh, i mean uh, one normally knew about type 1 and type 2 but i understand that there are more types of diabetes so if you could quickly lead us through the different types of diabetes sure um, so type 2 diabetes is the most common type of diabetes and in india i think uh, 90 to 95% of the people that have the condition um, or you know the only type of diabetes that they a layman might understand is type 2 um so you know that's uh, often controlled by a combination of lifestyle measures as well as oral medication generally speaking uh, type 1 the type that i live with is an autoimmune condition and um, it can occur at any age children as young as few months old to uh, you know senior citizens over 60 65 anyone can develop it and uh, the thing with type 1 is that you need to take insulin injections multiple times in one day so that's uh, one differ- differentiating uh, factor between the two apart from this there's also gestational diabetes which uh, occurs in pregnant ladies women who have gestational diabetes are at a higher risk of developing type 2 later in their lives so you know if the lifestyle management you know goes for a toss and they end up putting on a lot of weight and a combination of other factors they are more likely than not going to get type 2 
then there's also neonatal diabetes, which is diabetes in infants, which is a very different and rare kind of diabetes. And it has a different line of treatment as well. Uh, apart from this, two others I'll touch upon. One is uh, type 1.5, which is also known as LADA. Um, the acronym stands for Latent Autoimmune Diabetes in Adults. Uh, so this is a slow progressing form of type 1 diabetes, which is why it's called type 1.5. And very often it's misdiagnosed as type 2. In fact, all the people that I know uh, have been initially misdiagnosed as type 2 and then later correctly diagnosed as uh, LADA. And then the final one is MODI, which is maturity onset of diabetes in the young. Um, so these are a few types. There are probably many, many more subtypes, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, but I was asking uh, about the types is I think for the type one, the workplace is the most challenging because you are insulin dependent, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, type two, if they are still on medication, you could still uh, carry on at work. I mean, pop a pill and... Uh, but for the insulin dependent, uh, tell me what are the challenges at the workplace? Uh, I think the biggest challenge that uh, people with type 1 face is that they have a fear that my boss or my organization is going to judge me and am I going to lose my job and, you know, my source of income. And for a regular, you know, middle class person, I think this is a very valid uh, concern to have. So a lot of people may or may not want to disclose the condition. Um, now, my personal viewpoint is that it's better to disclose because in case of an emergency, uh, somebody can help you. But I also completely understand why some people are not disclosing because there are no, uh, there's no policy or there's no legal framework in place that protects the rights of a diabetic. You know, in case something goes wrong or uh, there's some discrimination that occurs, who can we appeal to? Who can we raise this issue to? Uh, there's no guideline in India currently. Uh, in certain other developed countries like the US, um, you know, uh, if a diabetic is being discriminated against uh, on the basis of the medical condition, they can, uh, you know, take the company to court. They can literally, they can seek some form of redressal. So that's one thing. The second thing, which is, I think, unique to India is that there's a certain social stigma that is attached to being diabetic. Uh, and that's a, that I've seen people from all socioeconomic backgrounds equally uh, be victim to that kind of stigma because there is a lot of questioning looks. Um, people don't understand. They uh, tend to blame, uh, you know, that you must have done something and got it. Uh, so that's another problem because how does one take their insulin injection in this kind of environment, you know? Mm -hmm. So the um, HR departments need to be sensitized. Um, the colleagues and the uh, bosses need to be sensitized. And people with diabetes can work as um, the same way as anyone else. They just need the right kind of support. Yeah. So what form of support uh, can there be? Uh, for instance, you know, should there be a private space where uh, somebody can take the insulin injections? Should the workplace help in providing uh, some more healthier food? You know, how can supervisors and colleagues be a bit more mindful? Yes. Uh, thank you for asking that question. So I think that, uh, that these days, every single person, whether they have diabetes or not, uh, they everyone is health conscious and uh, you know since the last three years since COVID uh, everyone is hyper aware of their sort of health and well-being beyond just a sort of a wellness uh, perspective but more about am I going to be okay you know a couple of years down the line will I still uh, you know be fine physically uh, so I think given that this is the landscape it's a good idea to introduce healthy foods for everyone. 
you know not just for the diabetic but definitely keep a, a, a good enough option in the office canteen um, most people i know they complain about the lack of options you know there might be some two or three food items but all of them will either be very high in carbohydrate very high in sugar and fat and other things just that the fact that they are you know uh, probably cheap available uh, the the cost for production or uh, you know this thing is low and and they are hyper palatable but that really uh, doesn't help the larger cause because your own employees then in that case are going to become sluggish after lunch and um, it's also very important to have a certain designated area like a medical room or a locker room or some area where the employee can take their injection not everybody is comfortable to take it in public for example so um you know if that is the case then they should have a, a, a safe space where they can go and um, uh, get them get themselves medicated so tell me also would the insulin dependent what about travel and stuff uh, if you have a field job etc do you uh, you need to re- refrigerate the insulin right how do you discharge all that correct um so in in most parts of india i think uh, uh, for a large part of the year it's it's fairly hot um, actually and insulin needs to be kept between uh, you know between 2 and 25 degrees uh, roughly so that kind of temperature range may not always be easy to achieve these days there are a lot of uh, cooling pouches you know earlier also we would carry it like put it into a ice box or you know carry a milton you know around with a ice pack in it but those things are a little logistically difficult because either you know something keeps dripping or the ice pack is leaking it's uh, most people me included we we simply didn't uh, you know carry it at the risk of spoiling the insulin but i think nowadays there are cooling pouches that are available a uh, lot of um, uh, offices also have a facility for a small fridge or a microwave which is there in the pantry so um, you know maybe employees can be sensitized that Uh, one of our colleagues needs to keep his or her insulin there and uh, that you know others should be mindful of it so these are few things that uh, offices can definitely do i i agree that the insulin dependent face more of a challenge but even uh, those who are not on insulin or on medication even they because a typical syndrome for diabetics is that you face fatigue and tiredness very quickly and also stress can uh besides diet stress can also push up your sugar levels what can organizations do to help uh such employees i think uh, that uh, uh, if one tries to sort of look at it only through the lens of employees that are diabetic um maybe that's a, a better approach perhaps would be to uh, to do it in such a way that it benefits everyone because uh, after all everyone in india is at risk for diabetes so you know a lot of people ask us uh, we did a, a corporate um, awareness session a few days ago uh, for a software company in bangalore and one of the employees asked us that my both my parents are diabetic and you know somebody told me that whatever you do you will definitely get the same condition so I, you know how to deal with that um so i think that it would be nice if i mean i'm um, i totally understand workplaces are uh, difficult there is a lot of work to be done there are deadlines um but you know being able to sort of okay if i'm not available today if someone can fill in for me or um, you know uh, managing it in such a way that that's not unrealistic that can be done and yet uh, business goals can be met and and objectives can be achieved so that would be a nice uh, i i guess a utopia if i could say so okay and uh, are uh, increasingly are corporates coming to you for workshops do you see more uh, awareness already on the subject 
uh, yes yes definitely um i do notice that uh, the awareness largely happens around uh, diabetes day or diabetes month Uh, and, and actually, uh, more than anything, I think it's a it's a great thing uh, for us as diabetics. Every single day, other than that one day, even the other three sixty four days in the year, we still are diabetic. So that's not going away. That burden is always there. But um, it's nice that companies recognize this. They want their employees because after all, it makes business sense as well. If you have a uh, you know a, an employee who is engaged, happy, uh, in in top. condition you know physically mentally they'll be able to give that much more back to the company and you know uh, the company will thrive as well so it it makes perfect sense to uh, create an environment that's supportive that you know where an employee doesn't feel the need to hide or feel uh, judged um so even like you 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 mentioned even for type 2 or other type of diabetics uh, you know um, an environment where they can they have options to eat in the cafeteria they can talk about things openly or uh, maybe they can exchange ideas on a certain day where employees can talk about you know struggles or health conditions or challenges that would probably make it nicer to uh, and more open yeah a common challenge i am a diabetic myself i face is that you know on uh, celebration days etc in office there's always mithai and uh, everyone just tells you are ek kha lo ek se kuch nahi hoga but this this ek actually is a danger right i mean what do you uh, say to that yes absolutely and i think sometimes uh, people misconstrue the word inclusivity as well uh, because they think we are being inclusive then they will force their colleagues that oh no you must have ek piece se kuch nahi hoga and, and they think that they are being inclusive they are doing it probably with a good intention but it's coming off completely opposite mm-hmm. so uh, maybe there is need to sensitize uh, you know uh, organizations about the fact that what is inclusivity after all i mean everyone uh, for me it's taken me many years to realize that not every celebration has to revolve around food it does for most of us uh, you know when there's a, a festival or there's a, anything it's a cake like you said or there's some mithai it's always about food but i take it as an opportunity to you know meet with family or meet with colleagues or uh, you know give it a different spin and and if someone's not having that mithai uh, absolutely no need to force them another small thing a lot of um, you know organizations have a vending machine with uh, tea and coffee uh, now some of these come premixed with sugar so you know maybe having an really walking the talk would include if you had an option for sugar free or milk free options that employees that are health conscious could then utilize yeah that's right are there any other i mean at a level where you know the society for human resource management or you know other hr uh, bodies are they doing anything really in this sphere any ideas Oh uh, no I think it's it's very um, sort of each organization to its own so if you have a, um, a good rapo and you have a good hr manager and uh, you know uh, I'm just uh, collectively talking about the experiences of people that I've heard from mm-hmm. uh, then well great for you but then in case uh, you know some people have an issue and they feel like uh, they're not being given certain assignments simply because they're diabetic or because you know their supervisor feels like they'll not be able to manage based on their medical condition Uh, this puts a lot of unnecessary mental burden on the person as well because i know from my own experience i would you know try not not only to do normal work but i would you know want to work extra hard to just prove that i'm as good as the normal person and you know i've worked for 18 20 hour shifts uh, worked at all times of the day and night simply to you know be able to show that uh, 
am at par with the average person uh, while actually i might be going way over and beyond so i think that this is also not required right this is just something mm. we're doing to overcompensate but it's simply not needed yeah you end up actually uh, harming yourself by overworking right yeah and uh, uh, anything else any prescription like uh, how to negotiate your day is there like any essentials like don't skip breakfast or don't uh, any do's and don'ts that you would prescribe yes so i feel like um, uh, sometimes we uh, we fail to draw boundaries uh, you we find it very uncomfortable it's easier to you know uh, to talk about somebody else like if you are a caregiver for, for if you have a child you know it's easy to say okay i need my child to get uh, a food at so and so time but when it comes to yourself uh, you don't do that as easily because somehow you feel guilty or there's some kind of complicated uh, thing going on in the mind so um you know what you need uh, so uh, as a diabetic don't assume that your organization already knows you know follow the proper uh, process write to your hr write to your manager ask them for help if they're not uh, you know relenting um, this is a great time to bring in um, a support group or an ngo like us we are more than happy to come in and, and counsel uh, you know um, and speak to uh, the hr and uh, you know help you unfortunately at this point is still down to the diabetic you know it, you have to sort of set the tone for how you want to be treated yeah yeah you can be uh, strict about it or you can be casual about it right i mean uh, you can uh, ensure that you eat at your own at the fixed time that you're supposed to eat rather than you know because a meeting is happening you kind of eat very late and then harm your body right i mean is that that's what you are trying to say no absolutely absolutely and a lot of us are on you know we are on zoom calls and we are on phone calls for a large part of the day so i find like for me what works is if if i get a phone call i start walking you know i just you know i there's no need to be sitting down and taking it you can add your steps for the day by just uh, you know walking a bit so even if i completely understand that people are busy there's no time to exercise or you know exercise involves additional cost and effort and and sometimes you just don't want to make that extra uh, thing but you can really slowly like piece by piece add up um, you know your exercise for the day as well and pick something that you enjoy doing so i have friends that love dancing and you know um, um, have taken up a dance class just to keep up with uh, um some form of exercise okay thanks so much nupur for uh, being on our uh, podcast and uh, look forward to healthier days ahead thank you so much it has been a pleasure